to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise, and today we're talking about compliments and how um, there really are two kinds of compliments, right? They're genuine. Well, we hope all compliments are genuine, but that's not always the case, right? Um, We're going to be honest here. That's not always the case. So compliments sometimes can be underhanded as well. But we're going to refer to genuine compliments in one category um, that are non-appearance-based and then appearance-based compliments because they are two genuinely different things and looking into it and uh, reading some articles. um, I read a book that was uh, brought up compliments based on physical appearance and how it can be damaging um, especially to women. So I can only talk, I'm sure it could be damaging to men as well, but I have lady bits. So we're going to talk, I can only talk about my personal experience, right? That's what this whole podcast is about. My personal experience with it and compliments are the best, right? I make it a point in my life to give compliments readily. I do. And most importantly, genuinely, um, because the feeling it gives someone is awesome. I love when I get a compliment. However, I do not like when I get weight compliments. And that includes weight loss. Um, I know that people think that this is, we focus so much on physical appearance and it's really getting, it's, it's becoming detrimental It's killing people is what it is. It's destroying them from the inside out. And a perfect example of this so so that everybody knows where we're going here is Hollywood, music, magazines. We we are looking at these models and these celebrities who literally, I I mean, everyone's like, man, I wish I had J-Lo's body. I'd have J-Lo's body if I had her team of people her private chef and her personal assistant who's pulling cheeseburgers out of my hand when I want to eat them, right? And a coach who says, hey, J-Lo, Denise, get your ass up. It's time to work out for two hours. And then is at me like no tomorrow because I'm paying them to be at me like no tomorrow so I could keep my figure because it's who I am and it's my money maker. And we spend so much time like, man, I wish I looked like that. I wish I had Beyonce's legs. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish I looked like her. Oh, you know, uh, the Jenners and all their like, you know, fake lips. And when did we get into this weird, like, I, I don't understand it. And I, I don't want to understand it. I really don't care. Don't send me messages. I don't care. Um, but this huge, all of a sudden, like this, this new generation has gotten into, but, but I guess it's not just the generation. It's more trendy. 
um, in that where you had these these obese, uh, and I don't mean it as in fat, I mean it as in these these hyper extended, almost cartoon breasts, and then this tiny little waist. The Kardashians started that bullshit, and then these huge cartoon like butt and hips. And I'm like, okay, well, I have that, except I also have a cartoon stomach. I'm just saying. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just snorted on air. Um, <laughs> true, though. I mean, it just seems like, you know, all of the eyelashes. If you have eyelashes, that's fine. I can't wear them, okay? And it doesn't look okay when you're wearing them and they look like caterpillars. Like you're going to take flight. It's just too much. It's just too much. It's not necessary. It takes away to me. I'm a lot of people are going to be mad right now because I have a lot of friends who do all the lashes. Um, it takes away from, I believe, their genuine beauty. It's okay to put on a few extra lashes here and there, but that whole like double strip of extra long, it, it, that's not, no. To me, all I'm looking at are the things on your eyelids. I don't know what color your lipstick is. I don't even know what kind of shirt you have. Okay. Does it, if it makes you feel better though, knock yourself out. That's why I'm not going to say anything, but it's distracting. And why do we need to look like that? Who started that? Hollywood modeling. All that. Did you ever go like, not go. I know you didn't go. None of us went. We do. It's like ridiculous, but you know, like the Paris fashion weeks, they go and they have all of these clothes and they're horrible, <laughs> horrible. Like who would wear that? And it's like these expectations that they want to get like outdo themselves every year in like ridiculousness, but somehow in the name of fashion. So that makes it okay. You know what I'm saying? And those lay heavy on people, whether your weight issues are, you don't weigh enough or you don't, you weigh too much. Right. And then you have the fluctuators that go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was like, so I don't like when people are like, oh, Denise, you look like you've lost weight. And I'm like, okay, because sometimes those are not genuine compliments. And I have not lost weight. I've actually gained weight. There were reasons why, you know, it's like a whole nother podcast. But I don't like, and then just in my holistic nutrition uh, business in the past, Having people who struggle with putting on weight, we're talking food disorders, okay? Like like disorders now we're moving into the anorexia, the bird the you know, the purging, the binging. When you're telling somebody that they look great when they're thin and then they put on 20 pounds because they were getting into a danger zone with their diseases because it's a work in progress, it's like recovery, right? And then somebody is not telling them that they look pretty and skinny just because they look, to me, it would be the perfect weight they should be, right? Medically. That then sends a signal to that person, I should start binging again. Or I should, you know what I'm saying? We need to stop putting all of this, this pressure on just regular people and Stop complimenting based on physical appearances and more on personal attributes. And it takes a little bit more work. It I mean, it takes a lot of work, okay? Um, but it, it can be done. 
everybody want I mean you want to give compliments right who doesn't want to be known as someone who could spread love and positivity hello you know my whole tagline is lead with kindness but it's really something amazing you can do for another person and in turn make yourself feel pretty good too it's like a double you know plus side you want that right why shouldn't we compliment people based on their appearance right people are pretty yeah I get it people are pretty but if we're only ever like I said giving appearance focused compliments it perpetuates this notion that physical attributes are held at a higher value than anything else and they shouldn't be right they shouldn't be but in our society that happens and if these are the only characteristics that a person gets complimented on positively again to reiterate it becomes problematic in the sense that they don't see more value in themselves beyond their nice hair, their weight loss, their pretty smile, right? If you're getting the same thing over and over and over again. And so I'm not, okay, so I'm not saying to stop all compliments that involve physical appearance, right? Because definitely don't stop that because who doesn't want to hear, you know, that their, you know, new kicks look super cute or that their hairs are great, uh, you know, their new hairdo, their brows are on point, you know, I mean, that's different. Every bride wants to hear that they're radiant and that they were shining brighter than anything at the wedding. Don't stop those, right? But there's a time and a place for them. There is a time and a place for that. Um, but you will be blown away by the impact of a non-appearance compliment. Like it's just, it's almost changes your whole day. And I know this cause I've been testing it out, right? So, um, we, I've been trying to do this with friends and online and doing, you know, when we're having conversations to do things that I'll always tell someone that they're beautiful if they put a new picture up or whatnot. That's different. Social media, remove it. But when you're having like a one-on-one -on -one with a person, these are magic going forward, right? And if we keep trying to perpetuate these non-appearance compliments, right? maybe that person that received it will pay it forward, right? And then the next one pays it forward. And then we create this chain of amazing positivity that is not appearance-based, and it all started with you. I'm always shocked that people say that one person can't make a difference, and that is such bullshit. <laughs> I don't care that it's Wednesday. It's bullshit, okay? Every single person can make a change, okay? They can make a difference. And if you feel you can't make a difference, then you got to dig deep inside because there's other stuff moving on. There's a reason why you feel like you don't make a difference. Maybe you weren't heard as a person, as a child. I don't know, but you got to look inside, man. Everything is set of pointing fingers out. You got to turn that finger around at yourself, right? That's what we're doing this year. But here's the thing, right? What compliments can you give that don't mention appearance, right? How the hell do you do that, Denise? Well, I'm glad you asked, friends. Um, <laughs> I get it. It's awkward, okay? And not entirely intuitive to think of genuine, positive compliments to give to someone, okay? These are going to start with people that you are closest to, that you know, that you work, work, work with on a regular basis, that you see on a regular basis. You know, these are people who you know, right? So there are some tips 
right? And a little kind of like list of things that you can do. Because when it comes to knowing what might be a wonderful thing to put out in the universe, right? There are some things that you can consider, five things, okay? Now I'm gonna go through them here. So hurry up and run, get your sheet of paper or whatever, or look at the time and know that you're gonna come back and write these down later. I'm taking a drink of water. Okay, so five things you should consider to give someone a non-appearance-based compliment, like a genuine, you're going to ring the bell for this person probably for the next week and a half. One, consider how they make you feel. You. How do they make you feel when you're with them, right? Two, consider what makes them special or different, okay? Consider what makes them special or different. Three, consider what they commit time to, right? This is making you actually know your friends. Think outside of your head, out of your little personal box of me, 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 me. So three, consider what they commit time to. Four, consider how they are around others, not just you, right? Consider how they are around others. And five, consider what they try or work really hard at. Oh, I'm going to say that one again. Consider what they try or work really hard at. Not that you get mad at them because you want to do stuff like that, but you can't because you're at home and, you know, I got kids and I got a husband. And that. Well, they probably do too. Most of the time they do. But those are the five things, right? If you answer those questions, those are going to bring some pretty natural answers that are going to make wonderful compliments. I'm not even joking. So we're going to take a little break here for our sponsor. And then we'll be right back. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by Reclaimed. Reclaimed is a one-man brand from Chicago, Illinois, specializing in handmade commercial and residential furniture and fixtures. The man behind the brand is Brian McQuaid, and the soul of his business is anchored in his handmade wood art pieces. Don't think that these pieces are just ordinary furniture and fixtures. These pieces were founded under the notion that art should be affordable to everyone. Each piece is custom designed and crafted with everything he's got, which means you're not getting a plain big box item made in mass, but a personalized, meaningful work of art that will bring compliments from whoever sees your reclaimed piece and joy with you seeing and using your piece daily. Not a single person, I will tell you, walks into my office without asking me about my reclaimed desk and end table. And they can't hang their coats without asking me where I got the cool railroad spike wall coat rack either. Brian's talents go far beyond dust tables and coat racks. Personalized hearts, jewelry boxes, flags, special occasions. It's art, folks. So the possibilities are pretty much endless. You don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the beautiful art of reclaimed at www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Again, that's www.reclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Or check out and follow them on Instagram at Breclaimed, B-R-E-C-L-A-I-M-E-D. 
Hey, 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 we are back. Second part of the compliments. Non-physical appearance compliments, okay? So we um, discussed before the break about five things that you could do to basically bring this pretty natural response uh, of compliments to people. And that is, one, consider how they make you feel. Two, consider what makes them special or different. Three, consider what they commit their time to. Four, consider how they are around others. And five, consider what they try or work really hard at. I'm telling you, they are going to be amazing, okay? Now, I'm going to give you just, we're going to talk about just a few things that you can say that are non-physical based compliments. You always know what to say to make me feel better. I can always count on you to know the right thing. Think about that. If somebody just came up to you and was like, you know, something happened or whatnot, or, you know, maybe they had something happen, they're having a, you know, crazy day like I am today. You always know what to say to make me feel better. Oh my gosh. Hello. I'm like, I'm getting the fuzz now. Fuzzy, fuzzy feeling. Jelly. Bring me in the jelly mode. Wobble me around. Give me that big jelly hug. That is awesome. Right? You're such an incredible storyteller. I love listening to you. Okay. I will be honest with you. This came to mind because I this has actually been said to me. And I will never forget it. And I do not remember the person's name because here's the thing. It was at a party that I attended about 25 years ago. And... It was someone that I had met as an acquaintance. They were a friend of a friend. And I totally can see their face, but I suck at names. You guys know that if you're listening regularly. Um, and I was telling a story. I'm really good at a party. Like I'm I'm just funny and I, I tell anecdotal stories and it just kind of is. My family's funny as hell, right? Because they have I have to make it funny as hell because they're all crazy as hell. So there is some funniness into it, you know? I mean, I don't tell the cray-cray stories, but because some of those are not funny. But they, I will tell stories and I can entertain a crowd. Obviously, I have a podcast. You guys know I like to talk. And this person just randomly after I told this funny little story about my family said, you are such an incredible storyteller. I love listening to you. I could listen to you all day. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I just thought, now I hope this person knows I have a podcast and they're listening on a weekly basis. Um, let's another, what's another one? You always manage to make people laugh. It's such a gift. People want to say, I mean, how, I honestly, this is the warm and fuzzy second half. I'm in awe of what a talented baker you are. Cook, chef, insert whatever here. You've got mad skills. Um, Hello? right? We always focus on the negative. We always got something to say when we don't like something, but we don't say anything that we actually should to make the other person appreciate that we appreciate that they are that like that in general. Your commitment to the community is so valued. We're so lucky to have you here. Could you imagine? Say you're a huge volunteer in your community at your church or whatnot. And then somebody you're like, you know, fellow churchgoers who just walked right up to you. Your commitment to the community is so valued. 
We're so lucky to have you here. Oh my God, I'd be floating home. I wouldn't even need a car. You are so compassionate. It brings so much peace to those around you. I'm telling you, these are all things I want to hear. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to hear that, but <laughs> your sense of humor is so contagious. You always have everyone in stitches. I've heard that one personally as well. That's why it's on the list. I mean, how amazing, right? Your creativity is so inspiring. You always make me want to get crafty or artsy. Here's the thing. How many times have we seen, I have a, a couple friends who are always going to those little classes where they make like holiday wreaths and like little displays that you would buy at Hobby Lobby, but they make them themselves and they're adorable, cute, like mad skills. And I'm like, I could totally do that. But here's my thing. I want to go with someone and I always miss it. <laughs> Doesn't it never fails. I've also always wanted to go to one of those painting and wine things, but sans the wine because I don't drink. So like, I, but I, I never get invited to those either. Like, I don't really have like, a, I'm not looking for sympathy right now. Okay. I'm just saying this is a personal thing. I never really opened myself up to a girlfriend crowd. I don't have like a girlfriend that I hang out with. Most of the people that I do have a close girlfriend relationship with live out of state because of social media, right? And I, I admire and love all of their the relationships I have with all of them. But they're, I, I would love if we all lived in the same neighborhood and could go painting and make crafty, you know, Easter wreaths for our front doors. But I don't have that. I just go to Hobby Lobby and buy them. But I'm not going to be mad at those people for doing it. I really appreciate, I'm really, your creativity is so inspiring. You always make me want to get craftsy or artsy. And I do at Hobby Lobby and I buy it. Um, <laughs> you always give 110% at work. It really boosts the morale and it doesn't go unnoticed. Tell me that if anybody who has ever worked a day in their life would not want to hear that once in their working career, could you imagine how you would be inspired? You would be very inspired. I'm always trying to get through at least one podcast without the dog interrupting. But as you can tell, that's not happening again. Um, I don't know. Oh, here it is. He's chewing his head, his little uh, chew under my chair. I'm like, how did he get under there? I didn't even know he was in here. Um, but imagine if you, everybody has a boss of some sort and... Um, they walk up to you, but I mean, could you imagine if any of your supervisors, management went up to you and said, you always give 110% at work. It really boosts the morale and it doesn't go unnoticed. Here's the thing. It's almost laughable to say it, but why? Why is that laughable? It, it just... It shouldn't be, you know, this is the thing that people want to hear and should hear if they're sitting there giving 110%, take the time. These are the small little changes that we can do in society that make big changes. You know, you, it's like that snowball of momentum. It starts off as a literal snowflake and they all start clumping together and then 
momentum takes forward. And as it's coming down the hill, that one snowflake wasn't doing anything, right? It's going to hit something, it's going to melt. But I will tell you, if it rolls down a big enough hill, you're going to have an avalanche and that destroys cities. And it all was from one snowflake. So things can, little things can make a difference. You really know how to make people feel comfortable. Listen, this is a big one. Could you imagine? We have enough be people being making people uncomfortable in the world today. You really know how to make people comfortable. I always know it's going to be a good time when I'm with you. I've heard that more than once. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a good time anymore, in all honesty. I'm kind of like a party poop. I've got like risk management background. I don't want like everything is like a risk to me. Uh, I'm a constant. <laughs> It's just like, I don't know. You are so trustworthy. You're a natural leader and people really respect you for that. I mean, these are amazing things. You always know the right thing to say. Even if we're having a conversation with a girl, how many of us have all called our, our person? Everybody has a person and they've talked about just having a rough day. I had a rough day today. I went on Facebook. That Facebook was my people today. I just don't have time to call anybody right now. It's a busy day. Homeschool ran late because Peter was a fool. And then the dog was a fool. And then the other dog was a fool. I got several things broken of mine because everybody was just being, you know, idiotic and doing things. And so as a result of everybody just not pulling their poop together, I had two things broken of mine today that were personal and quite frankly, unreplaceable because one object isn't sold anymore and the other object I got while I was in Vail, Colorado on a girl's trip for my birthday with my like soul sister. Could I get that cup again? I don't know. But it was, it, it documented a memory for me. I would love to just have somebody to call and have somebody just tell me that like real quick. I'm just saying. Um... I lost my place on the list here. Uh, I respect how hard you work. It really motivates me. You know, you got all your friends crushing it, hustling, doing all the, you know, side jobs online and stuff. Don't hate on it. Yeah, they do stuff that's ridiculous. But you know what? Just tell them you're not interested. But you want to support them. And then give them a little like. You don't have to comment. Just give them a like. You're so funny. You're so kind. You're so generous. Those are things that people want to hear. And it's nice because if you're complimenting, let's just think, if you're getting compliments like this, non-appearance compliments, and you're getting them multiple times, how is this lifting your spirit? How is this like embracing your soul that you are like more than just a physical appearance? That repetitive lifting with non-appearance-based compliments. If we're all doing this, this is changing people from the inside out. Your passion for, I don't know, XYZ is infectious. I don't care what you do. It's amazing. I wanna do something. I don't wanna do that, but I wanna do something. You teach me things in a way that may always make sense. And I'm like, that's awesome. I never considered myself a teacher, but I will tell you that I've pl had plenty of people tell me that I'm teaching you guys stuff on this podcast. And that literally warms my heart because I don't feel like I'm a teacher. I, I feel like I have 
patience issues and whatnot. But as I've gotten older and I feel like this platform is just made for me because I'm able to provide my insight and my experience, but walk through it, mistakes and all, so that people know that it's just normal to do things. I'm having a super poop day today. I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to record a podcast, but I have to report a cop. Uh, record a podcast because it's what I do. I have the material all set up. I do my research. I take my notes and it's time to record a podcast. If I stop recording it just because I have one bad day, then what if somebody's really looking forward to that? And I know I, I'm not saying it to be big headed. I have people who I didn't do like an episode for over the holidays and they were like, oh, I was really looking forward to today's episode. And I didn't realize you were taking a break for the holiday and I kind of missed it. That makes me feel amazing. Not amazing that they missed the podcast, but amazing that my contribution through this podcast was noticed by somebody. That that means everything to me. So little things like that. Your spontaneity makes me want to do more in my life, right? Don't hate on the girl going to Paris. Don't hate on the girl who decided to just get up and sell all her stuff and, you know, Pick something, buy an RV, travel the world, uh, sell all their stuff, get a homestead, sell all their stuff, travel around the world. There's tons of things that people are doing right now. That is amazing. You're an old soul. That's awesome, right? Someone who's super caring. I know tons of friends who are old souls. You have the best advice, right? You always have the best advice. I mean, I just really think that this can change like like a revolution almost of how you take the power back of not only your own feelings and your own emotions and your own just the power and the energy of positivity within you but then to actually kind of take that and seed it in one of these compliments to someone else and see that grow and flourish within them and then they seed it into something else that is just that's powerful um you are always able to think so quickly on your feet that's me somebody's told me that as well um i'm always impressed by how quick-witted you are you're even you know temperament personality you know mood really keeps others calm that's my husband that's mr sith your strength through the hardest moments is incredibly encouraging you know people going through hard time i'm sorry what are you sorry about i never understood that how someone passes away or something bad happens to someone and somebody writes i'm sorry why are you sorry what did you do it's just such a strange phrase that we've habitually decided to use in these situations of extreme, I guess, duress or sorrow or, you know, on the behalf of someone. I never understood, I'm sorry. I just, how amazing would it be instead of saying, I'm sorry? Wow, your strength through the hardest moments that you're going through right now is incredibly encouraging. That's insane. That's powerful. That is like super powerful. My favorite one, I think everybody should have like, I want, this is, so I have a challenge. This, let me just re, rewind. Um, we're wrapping up right now. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up, but I'm going to wrap it up with a challenge. And I haven't done this in a while, but 
obviously my tagline is lead with kindness and it always will be because I do think it changes the world. But right now, Hollywood, magazines, news, media, everybody, they all are so focused on the negative that because we inundate ourselves with this stuff on our phones, on TV, on the, and we can't pick up a newspaper, a magazine, read an e-magazine or an e-newspaper, articles, celebrities, it's everywhere. You can't check social media. You get the news on there too. This happened, this happened. You know, these... These groups on Hollywood and these models and, and all of these, you know, government, I, I'm throwing that in, okay? They have placed themselves in this position of authority to inundate us with negativity. And I don't know if that's intentional. That That's like a completely different podcast that I'm not going to get into, right? I have my personal opinions, but it's irrelevant to this episode. But... There comes a time where we need to take some power back for ourselves. Move yourself away from that stuff. I have not watched news like in almost a decade. Like it's it's pretty sad. Um, it's not sad because when I want news, I can find news. And then when I find that news, I really don't trust any media sources right now. So I have to dig through it and find a the real sources of what's actually going on. You gotta do a little research. But we've also come become this this society that is lazy. Okay. If we can have somebody dish it to us, we're not gonna go look. Okay. We're okay with literally taking stock and basing an entire opinion on a meme. Like right? Or a three second clip or a gif. This is where we've come. But if you literally just took that clip and before you became angry and outraged and, oh, hey, I told you guys all, you know, maybe you agreed with what it was. It's not really an accurate portrayal of what's actually going on. So if you go back to the original source of that meme, gift slash whatever, right, you are going a new snippet. You watch the whole thing so you can see the complete and whole context of it all. Now you can base an opinion. And it probably, I would say 99% of the time, is not what you originally thought. But yet we do have people who are literally basing how they treat other people on memes and gifts. And we need to stop doing that. We need to take some power back. And, you know, people think we're so powerless and we forget we elect these governments Hollywood is in Hollywood making millions of dollars if we're not spending money on them. All of these businesses and perfume companies and clothing companies and shoe companies, they're not becoming multi-million dollars on their own. They're doing it because we're buying it. And if we want to make a change, we need to put our money where our mouth you know, is. We need to start making the changes we want and doing it little by little. And one of those things is my challenge. We're coming to it now. I'm wrapping it up. Sorry. Thanks for my little tangent there. Um, my challenge to everyone is to find three friends that have been there for you through thick and thin. And I want you, the next time you are with them, to tell them you are an incredible human being. You're an incredible human being. 
And that's all. I don't want you to explain it. I don't want you to just boom. That's it. You're an incredible human being. And that's how we start the seed. So if we're all planting three seeds, even if it's within our little inner circle, we're really rocking it already. That's what I'm leaving with you today. Until next week, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. Kindness.